All right, the 2048 season is about to start its playoff run. Four teams from the Legends Conference and four teams from the Champions Conference are to face off starting tonight in the playoffs. For the Legends Conference, we have New York Voyagers, San Antonio Sloths, each won their conference. New York finished with a 72-36 win, uh, winning, winning game-winning season. San Antonio a bit behind them at 65 games. Uh, getting into the playoffs, Providence easily by nine games with 64 wins. And Vancouver gets in with 55 and a 53 record. Uh, since this is a Maui podcast, I will say Maui just missed the playoffs by three games, finishing with a 52 and 56 overall mark. Uh, for the Legends Conference, uh, there's a lot of parity here. Maybe Vancouver is out, but if you look at San Antonio, Providence, and New York, uh, they're all they all have pretty good records. Uh, and you know how the playoffs go. Who can never predict? Uh, hopefully, I'll check and see when the and uh, the announcements if there's any playoff uh, casino. Also, I think if you get it in by today, you could still get your TPE for your playoff predictions. Over in the Champions Conference, only four teams were able to make it. Uh, there's always East or West, one of them is always a juggernaut. <clears throat> this year it was the West, where good teams were unable to get in. Um, we actually had three teams from the West make the playoffs. It's pretty amazing. Uh, so what we've got, number one team is Death Valley with 82 wins. The second best team is actually a wild card team, Seattle with 77 wins. Then you have Nashville at 68 wins and Cancun with 65 wins. So I would say that uh, I like to say all these teams are good, but you have Death Valley and Seattle just very impressive. I mean, 82 wins for Death Valley, that's amazing. That's twice as many as some teams make and still make the playoffs. <clears throat> My buddy is on Death Valley. Uh, Death Valley and Seattle both finished 9-1 and one, uh, to finish the season, so they were pushing all the way to the end. So once again, our Champions Conference, East Nashville, 68 wins, goes up against Champions Conference West, Death Valley, 82 wins, Seattle, 77 wins, and Cancun, 65 wins. For this week's playoffs, we have a Tuesday, Thursday slate, with Saturday being the World Series PBE and Minor League PBE games. In news, uh, Maui news, uh, let's see, we have uh, three players selected to the all-Star Game back in July 1st. Jackson DeMarco, Ernie Harwell, Jarrett Gofford. On July 7th, Jarrett Gofford hit two home runs against Buffalo, going 3-for-3, three three, 5 RBI, and two runs scored. 
Then again, on July 23rd, Ernie Harwell hit two home runs against Outer Bank Aviators, going two for four, three RBIs, and three runs scored. Uh, on July 24th, Eagle Eyes goes four for five against the Outer Banks with one RBI and two runs scored. On Tuesday, July 28th, Ernie Harwell hit two home runs against Boise Raptors. Saturday, August 1st, we have two <coughs> announcements. Ernie Harwell honored wins, his, wins the PBE Legends Better of the Month Award. He had a great month that wish he could relive that month every month. Uh, take a quick look. What was that month in August? No, July. He batted 333 with a 438 on base, slugging 800 and an OPS of over 1,200. Uh, for the month, he had 10 home runs and five doubles. So 25, 15 of his 25 hits were extra base. Uh, also, Beef Johnson on that same day hit two home runs, not to be outdone by Ernie, going two for four with three RBIs and two runs scored. On September 2nd, Rodicus Scott hit two home runs against Providence, going two for four with five RBIs, two runs scored. Let's take a look at Rodicus Scott's season so far. Uh, I know it's was a down year from last year. Uh, well, last year he, had, he batted 280 with slugged basically 500. Now he's down a few points, batting 265, slugging 440. Uh, I don't think his war is ever going to be a reflection of how good a hitter he is because he's a DH. Uh, his war this year is a .5. Uh, last year he had a sensational hitting season and his war was just 1.5. Vice versa, I think Ernie's war always impresses me, but a lot of it I think comes from being an above average catcher. There's a lot of value there. Uh, looking at Rodicus Scott the fourth, he is 27, I think. Uh, He's still a ways out from regression, so he should still be building. Um, looks like he is building up his player. Um, his war, I go by war regardless, even if it affects DHs differently. You can see that his war goes up and down each year, but it's been going up, 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 trending. <clears throat> so he'll, have, he'll be a big bat in our lineup for years to come, I hope. Uh, finally, real name hit two home runs against New York Voyagers, going two for three, two RBI, and two runs scored. What teams worked their way in and which teams backed their way into the playoffs? What we want to look at real quick. Uh, so going in the last 10 games, teams like Outer Banks were already out, but went one for nine. Uh over in the Champions East and West. Uh, New Orleans went two for eight. But who worked their way in? Uh, New York, which already had their spot wrapped up, went seven, eight, and through two. Providence. 
Providence went seven and three. And that secured they they were in by nine games. Vancouver was trying to outpace Maui, and for those last ten games, Vancouver went five for five and Maui went four for six. We were not able to make up any ground. <clears throat> Over in the Champions Conference West, Nashville had it locked up. Uh, Death Valley had it locked up. Seattle got was up 12 games, but they still finished 9-1. and one. Cancun made it in despite going 4-6. and six. That's because Detroit was 10 games behind them. So Cancun had locked it up even though they weren't hadn't made it official. Uh, looking at some final streaks, you had Outer Banks losing 7 in a row. Um, Seattle winning 7 winning 7 in a row. Uh, New Orleans losing 6 in a row going heading into the playoffs. All right, well, the playoffs are upon us. Um, we've got eight teams, but, you know, they're not all equal. Uh, doing the rankings, we've got eight teams didn't make it, and those are Detroit, Boise, Maui, New Orleans, Buffalo, Sarasota, Indy, and Outer Banks. Looking at their power rankings, uh, heading into next year, Outer Banks and Indy are kind of clumped. Even Sarasota, they'll have about 30 or less Rank, uh, ranking points. Then you have a respectable surge. Uh, Buffalo, 63, kind of on their own. And then you have number 12, New Orleans at 80, Maui at 84, Boise at 85, Detroit at 91. So all those teams are separated by about 10 points and in contention. The lowest rated ranking team in the playoffs, Vancouver, 98 points. Uh, remember, Vancouver finished the year uh, where they at? 55 wins, just ahead of Maui by three. So Vancouver is 98, kind of clumped with them. You have Cancun at 104, Providence 107, San Antonio 108. So all those teams, San, San Antonio, Providence, Cancun, and Vancouver are all uh, interchangeable according to the power rankings. Then you have a jump. Nashville's 10 points almost in their own tier, but I'll say Nashville and New York Voyages are in their own tier at 118 and 121, respectively, separated by four points. And then you have two more tiers. Seattle on their own tier at 140, and then Death Valley at 160. Uh, looking at the separation in the tiers, Death Valley is the clear favorite. Seattle... If not, is your next favorite. Um, I cannot see uh, Vancouver, Cancun, Providence, or San Antonio lucking their way through the three series it would require <clears throat> to win it all. But that's where we play the games, folks. All right, looking at... Um, a couple things. Um, looking back on the season, where are we at? Well, they're not going to show it there. Oh. Uh, 
at the expected stuff, you know, I find it interesting that Maui always does this. We finished nine wins better than expected. Uh, meanwhile, Providence, six wins less than expected. Boise, four less. Vancouver, four more. New York, two less. San Antonio, four less. Outer Banks, one less. As expected. <clears throat> Looking at uh, batting leaderboards for the season. Average went to Jackie Daytona, batting 319. This is... I, well, this is league-wide. On base percentage, uh, I will note if any Maui Makos make the list. On base percentage, Jackie Daytona at 428. Slugging percentage, uh, Jackie Daytona at 593. Ernie once held that spot. He went. He dropped to 554. On base plus slugging, Jackie Daytona, 1021. Jackie Daytona was your... Offensive monster. Uh, weighted runs created. Jackie Daytona, 175. War. Benny, the Jet Rodriguez, 6.6. Runs created per 10. Jackie Daytona at 10 even. Iso Power. Encarnacion at 295. Ernie Harwell, 284. What else of value here? Um, singles with Sax Justice with 90. Doubles in Canacion at 50. Triples. Lemon with 7. Home runs. Uh, Ernie Harwell led with 29. RBIs. Ernie Harwell was in 5th at 84. In Canacion, 117. Stolen bases, Rodriguez, 76. Walks, Dustin Parmalee at 70. Uh, also, Eagle Eye at 62, came in fifth in walks in the league. Uh, Herrera got 20 hit by pitches. That's amazing. Um, over at Sacrifice Hits. Eagle Eyes with 12 led the league. Second place, a real name, Maui, with 11. So we had two, the top two. Uh, over in the pitching leaderboards, uh, Maui was respectable, almost average, but we didn't have any studs. So the ERA leader was Abner, 257. Wins, Abner at 21. Winning percentage, Rogers, Boise, 867. Triplet led the saves, 17. Uh, DeMarco came in second with 12. Um, shutouts, Morgan got two. Innings pitched, Bark Merle, 201. Walks per nine, Abner, 1.3. Strikeouts, 178. Strikeouts per nine, O'Sullivan, 9.4. Strikeouts to walk ratio, Abner with 
Whip Abner was 0.97. Hits per nine, Abner, 7.4. Opponents average, Abner, 2.22. Opponents on base percentage, Abner, 255. I think you see opponents slugging Abner. Uh, Abner seemed to lead in almost majority of the categories. <clears throat> Did a great job.